0: hey guys John Millen hey I want to give you a short version of what we call the zero deductible solution if this makes sense if you want to learn more you can listen to the next episode which is the extended version which is about 20 minutes or so but I get into some really good things I've learned but but essentially I wanted to keep this short so you kind of knew what it is and, and hey if this is something that can help you So here's the concept medical costs have doubled in 10 years at least. And coverage under the medical plans being offered to employees has been reducing quickly, right? Deductibles are going up. Out-of-pocket maximums are going up. So costs go up in the future. Benefits go down. Not an exciting thing to talk about every year. So what we have done, and this is a compilation of several years of me focused and just being intrigued on this whole thing. Like, how do I make it better? How do I make it better? For the engineer in me. How do I solve this? How do I make it better? What can I do? What's different? What's unique? and then having some really great experts that have taught me a ton. So I did not create all this on my own. I'm just piecing it together in a certain way that maybe connects the dots. So I'm gonna to try to connect the dots. Like what is a zero deductible solution, okay? The goal of it is to, and we can do this in 87% of the time, the goal is to keep the renewal increase the same and improve the benefits at the same time or reduce the total cost of the medical plan and increase the benefits. And you're like, that's not possible. If you're keeping the cost the same, you can't make the benefits better. But that's what this is about. And you're definitely saying if you reduce the cost of the benefits, you're definitely not making it better, and that's what this is about. So first, get that in your mind that, okay, for a moment, assume that's true because your brain is telling you it's not. The goal of this is to help both the employees and the company or organization at the same time It's the two sides of the coin I did a video on this where You have to address both sides of the coin The human resources side Which is the benefit impact to, to people And then the financial impact to people And the company right? Because that finances the shared cost Employers are paying about 50% of employee only Maybe up to 70% of employee only But employees are paying In some cases the majority Because it's the, all the rest of the levels of coverage So what we do is we strategically use 8 to 10 different companies and we build in reinsurance by filling the gaps in coverage that are introduced when you adjust the core medical plan. So for instance, a company gets a renewal on their medical plan and the the deductible goes from $2,500 to $3,000 and has copays for prescription and doctor and the rate goes up 10%. We come in, and I'm making this really simple. We come in and say, make the deductible $4,000, tweak the coinsurance, tweak the out of pocket maximum, keep the co pays, and, and let us know what the rate is. The rate then comes down. And let's just say it comes down 20% or 15%. Doesn't matter. We then build a package of benefits. And there's lots of different types this is not just one company this is a strategy of using different things from from accident, cancer, critical illness telemedicine, hospital confinement um, even um, indemnity gap, expense gap deductible gap probably missing a few so it's a variety of all these different types of levers that I can build into the plan to fill the risk and provide immediate first dollar coverage just the medical plan Or you keep the medical plan the same You make the coverage better By adding first dollar benefit coverage Which makes the plan killer It's a phenomenal plan That is what we call The zero deductible solution And I know when some people hear this Because this is what I see happen They don't believe it It's not possible And I get it because for 10 years We've been doing stuff that doesn't work So we've been raising the cost And reducing the benefits so if you want to continue to do that, do that. But I'm saying there's a better way. Maybe take some of that money that that you could possibly save, and maybe I don't know, pay the employees a little more, give them a raise, or hire a new employee for for some help. There's lots of different ways you can fund that. And being a business owner myself with with employees and expense, I that's what I do. So if you if this intrigues you so far, listen to this, the extended part. And hopefully I'll be able to connect all the dots. And if not, let us know. I'd be glad to chat. Have a great day. Hey everyone, John Millen. This episode is about a strategy that is really, really cool. And this is a result of me working on this particular idea and, and, and strategy for for several years. This did not happen instantly. And this also came from me working with some really talented people that taught me along the way. So I am not taking credit for this whole concept. Um, I've just been able to piece together parts of it. So this is really important. It's related to the cost of providing health care to companies. So Um, this, this, this session may be a touch longer because I want to make sure at one time in one moment, if I only had, you know, 10 minutes with you or 15 minutes with you, that I could explain the concept so that at the end you're like, oh my, I get it. My job is to connect the dots mentally for you, not to sell you on it because I know I can't, um sell someone against their will but my job is to lead you through the thought process that I have been through hundreds of times in the past seven years and maybe you arrive at the same point Um, if not listen to it again and then listen to it again and I would encourage you to listen to it again because you probably missed, you may have missed one of those dots maybe And and or reach out to me, and I'll talk to you on the phone about it. Um, Because this is so, this is so. When you see it, it's what what's. I was with in a meeting today, and the CEO of an association. She said, "Oh my God, this is a no-brainer." Essentially, right? So here it is. This strategy is called the zero deductible solution zero-deductible solution. And the goal of this solution, if we can, and we do this about 87% of the times because we track everything, about 80% of the time when I'm allowed to do an analysis, we can come up with a positive solution, the zero-deductible solution, where we either reduce or hold firm the current medical spend, and improve the benefits for the employees at the same time when you hear that your brain says that's not possible if you reduce the cost of the medical plan you reduce the benefits right you can't reduce the cost of the medical plan and increase the benefits you can't keep the cost of the medical plan the same and increase the benefits that this is not I'm not this is not trickery um, just follow me. So that's the first point where your brain is saying, "All right, here, here we go. What's he gonna, what's he gonna try to sell me?" And I'm just we're connecting the dots. Okay. So that's our goal. Accept the fact that it's possible that in 87% of the cases, we are able to keep the benefit spend, the total cost for providing healthcare, the same or reduce it. And sometimes we can reduce it 5-10% to or more but let's just say 10% on average and at the same time drastically improve the coverage to the employees. Now if I stopped right there and I said Bob if I was able to do that with your plan would you do it? And I've asked that question and get all kinds of answers back so what would you say right What's your fir- what comes to mind first remember your brain is not pro- your brain intellectually is not wanting to accept this because you've never heard of such a thing you're going to say well if this was so good why didn't my broker tell me um, I've never heard of this before this sounds too good to be true you're a salesman um, you're a really good salesman you're trying to hypnotize me Um, There's got to be some major catch. Right? There's... But let's just say it was true. Would you do it? It's not a trick question. You ask me that question, and I have six employees, and I pay for health insurance. My answer is yes. If it's true, yes. Provided I understand it. and Provided there's not some big loophole that's insurmountable. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. So that's the first part. The second part is... Okay, now, let me explain what I call the human resources part of the equation, or the HR side of the coin. Okay, the human resources side of the equation. And I have a one-page flyer that has the zero-deductible solution, and it's got a zero dollar sign six or seven times on the page... And underneath the zero dollar sign, it says zero deductible, and then it says hospitalization, zero deductible surgery, zero deductible diagnostic test, zero deductible doctor visit, zero deductible lab work, zero deductible critical illness, zero deductible broken bones, zero deductible... Right? It's got that listed. Here's what I said today. This is a strategy. This is not a health plan. This is a strategy. This is a solution where we are able to create inside whatever medical plan you have. Okay, so we don't have to change your carrier. It's carrier neutral. For the most part, it works with almost any group medical plan. All right, so just understand that this is not about changing to certain kind of medical plan. It's not about going from fully insured to level funded, you get to keep your same doctor's networks, or change them. But it works, it works regardless. We can in, insert in the high dollar cost areas, coverage that is first dollar coverage to the employee and their family on the plan, meaning it makes that deductible zero. Because it kicks in instantly. Now at this point, today, I could tell, the look on the face uh, of the CEO I was talking to, I could tell she was like, okay, (laughs) this is impossible, right? And I said, now, we're not making the whole medical plan a zero deductible plan because that would be, first of all, you wouldn't find it, but if you found one, it would be astronomically expensive. We are looking at the high dollar cost areas and, and building in that plan, first dollar coverage, That will either cover most of the deductible or some of the deductible. It doesn't have to be the entire deductible, although it can be most, some, or all. And I explained. When someone goes into the hospital, under their current medical plan, they most likely have a deductible on average of $1,500. Most people don't have $1,500 sitting aside, So... What this plan does is it kicks in and it pays for those first out-of-pocket expenses for that coverage. And I went to the surgery, and I did testing, and I did ER visit, and ambulance, and over and over. There's, And I explain, we are independent. I'm not beholden to any one company. There are at least eight different companies I can use with probably 30 different levers I can pull and options I can insert to make this happen don't worry about that part now I'm explaining the concept of drastically improving the coverage for the employee and their family whoever they're paying for because the employees paying for that right they're, they're they're paying for the full family coverage or their spouse are paying a percentage of that their children most companies today are not paying 100% of medical for all tiers so the employee is shouldering a big chunk of the cost. So we call this a human resource slide. This is a way you're gonna dramatically improve the life of your most valuable asset, which are your employees. And this will cause them to stay with you. Maybe when they were thinking about leaving for an extra $10 an hour, an extra $5,000 a year salary, maybe. But they're thinking, man, when I go to the doctor, I have zero deductible on all this stuff. It's little stuff like that these days that are that are helping. So she's like, okay. So I said, all right, now I'm going to show you another piece of paper, another um, sheet. That is the, I call it the CFO story or the financial picture. So in order to do this, what we typically have to do is adjust the core medical plan by reducing... By taking some of the risk uh, from the insurance company and putting it back into the plan meaning we raise the deductible a little bit we raise the out of pocket max we raise the co-pays we we change the co-insurance okay now if you just did that you would be doing what everyone does every year right every year we adjust the medical plan the rates go up coverage gets worse costs go up oh great Instead of a 30% increase, our broker was so good, we got a 10% increase. Oh, let's give him a round of applause. Right? That's what's not been working for 10 years. Over the last 14 years, according to Kaiser, medical inflation has been 13% average per year. 13% a year. And it's compounding. That's the, the thing about math that people don't get. It's compounding on a bigger number every single year. So it's accelerating. So what we say is, okay, we're going to make that shift in some of the core medical design. And then we're going to, which will drop the total cost of the plan. And we are then going to insert the cost of this other insurance package. We This bundle of products that we have created that match what we need. So it's a strategic design. And when we're done, the total cost will either be the same... Or less money and they're like okay how's that possible right so sometimes though and here's even it gets even better so when when you're saving money and you're improving coverage I don't understand why companies don't do that because then I show them on this CFO sheet hang with me Um, once you see one of these sheets you get it once you see a sample on the left side of the sheet is the current trend for medical. So so um, you know, let's say I'm working with a company. I just did one of these. They, they spent $195,000 a year in total medical expense with their current renewal. So the renewal came in. This is what it's going to be, $195,000. That's all tiers. That's a top-line expense. And compounding it at, at, I think I just did 8% a year. I didn't even do the full 13. By like six years... It was 300,000 or something. So it was compounding. It said, you do nothing. This is where you are. Right? You tweak the plan. You adjust a little bit. People get upset. You dread every year. People get upset. And it's never really that great. You're never going to get out of the cycle unless you do something different. So on the right side of the sheet, we say, all right, this is the new number. Instead of 195,000 a year. Your new medical plan design is 140000 because we took, we introduced more risk into the base plan on purpose and so therefore the insurance company gave us a lower rate. And then this next column here you'll see it says the gap bundle with a bundle of insurance and remember it's not one company it could be a couple different companies. It could be one but it's this layering of different insurance that provides the first dollar benefit that we need for that medical plan. So it's custom built, right? And so let's say, I don't remember the exact number on this scenario, but I think it added $25,000 annual cost. So now we're at $165,000 total. So you have your new medical plan, you have your bundle, your zero deductible bundle of benefits, 25, now you're at 165 versus 195, you're saving $30,000 a year and you have better coverage because the core plan on the left side had a 3000 dollars deductible. And it had some some co-pays and some it had co-pays for doctors and prescriptions. So all we did is we raised up the, the, the deductible, tweaked the co-insurance, tweaked the out-of-pocket max, and filled in with first dollar coverage. That is the zero deductible solution sometimes when we share this with people, they don't get it. I'm like, okay, I know what's happened. It's my fault. I didn't help connect the dots for them. There's some piece of this puzzle that's not triggering because I've thrown at that person a lot of things that are contradictory. I'm going to save money and improve benefits. So your brain is fighting that one. Um, I'm going to have a zero deductible. Okay, that's not been around for 30 years. You see, so your brain is constantly fighting against this new information because you're stuck in an old paradigm. So I'm trying to get people to go into a paradigm shift, and I've gone through this many, many times. And once they see it, like, got it. I see it now. It's like those pictures, that, I don't know if you were, whenever you were younger, those, those posters, you'd look at them, and it was just a bunch of colors and stuff, and then if you, like, crossed your eyes, you saw the picture inside, and people would see it, and you wouldn't see it, and you'd stare and stare and stare, and then all of a sudden you see, oh my god, there it is. It's the same thing. Now, again, this doesn't work hundred kind of percent, There's sometimes I'm like, okay, the numbers just aren't working. You know, your rates are going to go up 10%, and I can't do a darn thing about it. So what we're going to do, this is really good and I'm going to finish it up, but this is really, really important. We're going to spend more money. What? I did this the other week to a broker I'm working with. I said, okay, the way to address this is we're spending more. She's like, you got to be kidding me. We can't go to the owners with that. I said, yeah, we can. here's why. You have nowhere to go. I think they had like a $6,000 $6,000 deductible There's nowhere left Their group was just the group Their rates were the rates What they wanted was what they wanted You know, unless they drastically changed the medical plan Which they can do And the broker was going to do with us That's fine But hey, if you're saying you want to stay with this plan We don't have a lot of room So we're going to add 10% And let me tell you why You're already going into that meeting Saying Hey guys Hey guys did the best we could, you know, and then you hear all this stuff like we had a bunch of claims and, you know, we didn't use the ER too much. Meanwhile, they're a community-rated group, like, with 35, 40, 38 people in the plan, which means it didn't matter. You know, they're fully insured in community rating, but, hey, you know, we had a lot of claims and, or the rates just went up, and so we tweaked some things, but, yes, your rates are going to go up, but your coverage is freaking ridiculous. And this is what we did to add back in coverage. This can be a totally separate session because once you grasp the concept of the zero deductible solution and you see it working when it's the same cost or reduced, when you get to the point when you can say to someone, we, you need to spend more, you are now moving into the certainty range, right? I am certain, because I've seen thousands of presentations, I've met thousands of employees, talked to them, and been in hundreds of group meetings in our career, that I know for certain that's the right thing to do. You're going to spend a little more. You're already spending 10% more. We're going to spend another 10% and make this the best medical plan you've had here in 10 years. And if you let that sink in and think about it for a second, you might come to the conclusion I came to, like, you know, that's not too bad. I mean, I look at my company, I have six people. I don't have a huge medical bill, but I only have six people, right? So there's only so much revenue I'm generating. It's all relative. If I got a 10% renewal increase and you're like, that's it, I'm like, for the same crappy plan with no coverage... Versus you come to make a John, we're getting a 10% um, increase, and I'm gonna recommend another 10% increase and make your coverage better than platinum. And you'll be like, what? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna make you a plan so good it's better than platinum. I don't know what you call that, you know, titanium. A titanium plan, maybe that would rename this. It's a titanium plan. And then I explain, I show that zero deductible flyer, like, you mean to tell me when an employee says his shoulder's hurting by the way, real life story short employee says their shoulder's hurt, so they go to the doctor and you know, maybe there's a copay so they're paying 50 bucks and then the doctor says, you know, I think you might have torn your rotator cuff, but I'm not sure we need to run an MRI and then that employee doesn't get it done because they know it's going to be a lot of money um And even though we tell them at the meetings to shop online, they really trust their doctor and they were afraid. They're afraid to say, no, doc, I'm going to go somewhere else. When he said go to this place and they found out it was $1,800. So they don't do it. And then one day they're at home and they're playing with their kids and they rip their shoulder apart and lands them in the hospital with shoulder surgery that maxes out their plan, they hit the out-of-pocket maximum, and it triggers a $95,000 claim against the company. You mean to tell me with this option, when they need an MRI or a diagnostic test or lab work or CT scan, they have insurance that pays for it initially? And I go, yep. Do you think that would impact behavior? think that would jump on things sooner do you think that employee who would have been thinking about his sore shoulder for weeks on the job and maybe even jeopardizing his own safety do you think that's been eliminated do you think maybe a potential workers comp claim would have been averted you know my shoulder's hurting I'm just saying you know Show up on a Monday, pick up a heavy box. Oh, worker's comp. Now they're fixing my shoulder. This stuff happens. Don't think it doesn't. Do you think when they get offered an extra three thousand dollars a year to go somewhere else for a manufacturing plant, they're like, you know, when I have my shoulder done, it only cost me on the back end of the deductible, it only cost me a thousand bucks to have the whole thing fixed, or a five hundred dollars, or you get the point, right? We hear a lot of talk about consumer-driven healthcare, and I get it, and it's important. But, you know, when someone hurts their shoulder, or they need surgery, or they get a kidney stone, or they break a bone, or their kid gets a concussion, there's, you know, how much consumerism is there? You're really expecting employees to go online and shop for the lowest rate? They're going to do whatever the hell their doctor says to do, period. Period to think otherwise, you're being naive. You might, the CFO might, the HR director might, the owner might, the president might, the HR consultant might, the broker might, I might, but 90% of the working population won't. That's what's important. I'm telling you, we have had so many interactions with employees, you just gotta trust me. After 10,000, the stories we hear, you wonder why I, I get intense because the stuff we're doing now it's not working the solutions I hear thrown around by lazy consultants are is not working I know it's hard to hear especially if you're a consultant or if your best friend has been telling you this or you're you've been saying this out loud we all have we're all trapped in this trying to find a solution and we grab something and at one point it was consumerism then it was health savings accounts Then it was HRAs and now it's skinny networks and it's telemedicine and it's, you know but just boil it down to the simple analogy of my side hurts so I go to the doctor and the doctor pokes me and pushes me and says you know, how long has it been hurting John? like three days how bad is it? I mean, it's not like emergency room level, but it's like eight, seven, eight. It's been there the whole time. And I, just, I don't. Know what, it, what do you think it is, John? I don't know, but you know what? We're gonna run uh, some testing. Okay, cool. So I know I have I know I have coverage. So where, where do you think is the best place for me to get tested? Well, there's a. I think it may be a kidney issue. I think it may be a kidney stone, gallbladder. I'm not sure, so I'm gonna send you to a specialist. They're gonna run some tests. So they're great. I show up because I have zero zero deductible coverage for testing. And then I show up and they go, "John, I'm glad you came, man, because you have a kidney stone. That's about to make your life a whole lot worse. So, we're going to give you some whatever we're going to do to you and you get it fixed. I'm not a doctor." And it's averted. Versus I go to the doctor, he says the same exact thing and I leave and he even gives me the phone number and says, "Hey, you want me to make an appointment for you?" And I go, "No, no, 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 I'll, 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 I'll take care. Of it. My schedule's pretty busy." Right? That's what happens. You don't make the appointment. You don't go to the the specialist. And one day, like I have a friend Tony years ago that had this happen. He ended up in the hospital from a kidney stone for five freaking days. Hundreds of thousands of dollars spent. And he needed it. I'm glad he got the care, but maybe some of those things can be averted. I don't know. You know, that to me is the best form of—that's the best wellness program you can give. I'm, I'm going on a total side rant here, but you want a wellness program? Give people zero deductible. You know, try stop trying to make me exercise. I don't like to exercise. Unless there's some huge benefit like I don't, like I could get a $10,000 raise, I might. I might get up in the morning and go walking. I don't know. I'm just saying, you want me to eat better? That's hard. i want going to quit smoking. I don't smoke. But if I did, I'm sure that's hard. So a zero-deductible solution is the best wellness plan because it gets on things quick. So I hope this has helped. I know I went way over. I probably have lost every single listener. I've entertained myself and some people, but I'm certain about this. I'm not saying, let me end with this. I am not saying one bit that this is the only solution. I'm not that naive. This is not the only bullet, right? This is a solution that can be combined if needed with other solutions. Alright, so just getting the word out to people. Let me show you what this is, so at least you have the dots connected. And hey, if you wanna, if you wanna bring in an HSA plan, great. We will build a zero deductible solution that's HSA compatible. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, just ask the question. Hey, we wanna do it with self-funded. Great. Hey, we wanna do this. Whatever. Hey, we wanna do an HRA. Great. Flexible spending count, super. It works in all of them. It doesn't work all the time. 87% of the time it does, but 13% or so, it doesn't work. It's not a good fit. We'd say that, hey, this is not gonna this is probably not gonna work. You need to find some other solutions, or you know, you can do this other this other this other plan, but maybe next year things will change. Thanks for listening. I hope I added value to at least one person. I knew I threw a lot in this one, but 27 minutes, oh my God, my phone's going to run out of power. Um, But I hope it helps. Have a great day. Let us know if we can help.